So Diana, what is Future Proof and why did you write it? And, you know, tell us all about it. All right. Um, Future Proof is, it's a book about adopting more agile mindsets and practices to prepare for success in a fast changing world across a hundred year life. And I wrote it in 2019 because I wanted everybody to know that the world was going to be um, really volatile and uncertain. <laughs> and lo and behold, this has come to pass. So what I wrote uh, about it at the time was, the good news is that the future of work is not a clarion call for our demise. It's our magic portal to balance the rhythm in our lives. We can adapt our job-based mindset and evolve the skills needed to keep pace and keep peace. So it's a funny thing to um, have um, not exactly predicted where we are now, but I think right now, post-pandemic, so many people are re-evaluating what they um, want from work and what they want from their lives. So it's been a fantastic journey of writing it, um, talking about it for a year, and then talking about it a lot and talking to companies and individuals for, for all of 2020. Um, and I feel so grateful to, um, to be here with you guys and to have written it. Um, for people who want, I would say, the motivation to write a book, um, for me, it was a lot of people who were asking me to sit down for coffee and saying, Diana, what do you think I should do? And uh, it started with young people who came up to me after the TED talk I did, which is where I met Peter Williams. Uh, and they were asking, you know, is this it? Like, what can I do in terms of my work and my life? And all the way to people in their 50s and 60s who I taught at the Financial Times Board Director Program who were coming up and saying, I've had massive success, but I know I'm going to be um, working for a lot longer in my life. And I feel like there's no way that um, I want to retire now. I have 20 good years. Retirement age is, is making me have to leave my corporation, but I really want to keep contributing and go from success to significance. Um, so really, it was a way to avoid over-caffeinating with what <laughs> ended up being so many coffees with people. Uh, and I was going through my own transition as well, really thinking, is this what I want from my life? Flying around, being a corporate exec, um, trying to fit in my three kids, um, just and I love working, so to me, it, it needs to be incredibly fulfilling. So, one of the things I love doing in my work is writing. And for those who are aspiring authors, I would say I have probably a disappointing story. Um, but the one piece of advice I might give you is get help. <laughs> so, uh, when I had uh, a project that had, had ended abruptly, I thought, you know, I really wanted to write about um, the things that I'm seeing, future of work. And I had spent years kind of 
emailing to myself interesting articles. And so I had a whole spreadsheet, you know, beautiful mind, like post-it notes on the wall. This is interesting. You know, what's going to happen when the work changes? How are we going to deal with, um, you know, globalization, all these different things. So I had that opportunity. I knew I wanted to write a book. I called uh, around and ultimately went with a book development um, editor at Scribe, and they met me every single week for nine months. It, it was like my coach. It was like my personal trainer. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I had to do it because I had people that were um, that I had to meet. And so uh, I would just go through it bit by bit, and they helped me edit it and, um, and market and distribute. And because I'm in Hong Kong, uh, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't in this bubble of, you know, the the only people who cared about this were me and my five friends. Uh, so I um, also really valued having somebody on the outside to say, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that really resonates. Uh, so I did that in nine months, the actual writing and editing. And like most uh, first time authors um, then realized, wow, I should have started marketing like about 18 months ago, and I just finished it, and I'm thinking about marketing it. Uh, so for the next one, I think that it would certainly be uh, important. And um, you have my tip, which is to get help. You know, you can maybe go faster alone, uh, but farther together. I think you can go faster together if you're writing a book. Uh, and I've now turned mine into a course as well and a community of people who are really in transition and trying to get more significance in their life uh, through Future Proof Lab. And you can find out more about the book and my writing at dianawudavid.com um, and more about Future Proof Lab at futureprooflab.com. So Peter, do I have enough time to read a little bit or am I out yeah, of time? Different. Do it. Right. So it is about the future of work, but it's really about connection. And so and so much of the conversations and the value that I have um, with you guys is about human connection. Um, so I thought I'd read a little bit about that. And this is fortifying for a new world of work. Connection is one of the most rewarding investments for fortifying ourselves in today's volatile and rapidly changing work environment. We shouldn't take human connection for granted on a professional or a personal level. Many people fail to remember to invest in important people in their lives because they're just too busy. As David Matten, Global Head of Trends at Trendwashing says, modernity has atomized us, tearing apart the traditional bonds of family and friendship in pursuit of constant productivity and economic growth. In the 21st century, automation and AI will both obviate the need for much human labor and create conditions of even greater and more disorienting change. The practical conditions are in place for a turn back to one another. In the past, there was a reliable structure provided by neighborhoods, churches, and our families. These environments offered a sense of belonging and connection because we were all in the same place. Many members of my family still live in the same town, as do the majority of my high school alumni. Work itself has provided a structure for me for relationships and water cooler conversation. So that seemed to be a, 
a good little snippet for our water cooler conversation of this year. Yeah, that was really helpful. And so do you have another book that you're going to write or are you just saying in general, if you were doing another one, you'd do it a little bit differently? Like do you have a title or something that you're working on? Well, you know, I have been writing quite a bit for magazines, Fast Company, Inc. I have a something coming up in Harvard Business Review. And of course, um, writing for Chris and other people who ask me to. Um, I would really like to continue writing about the future of work uh, from an organizational perspective as well. I do a lot of work with companies and I think it's really interesting what's happening. When I did this book, I thought, oh, I'm gonna look at all these different companies and see what they're doing to help people um, you know, really go into this new future of work. And, and there wasn't a lot going on but um, now there is, there are some amazing things going on. So I'd really love yeah. to write that book when I get the chance to. I've got one idea that you might want to play with and it's kind of an extension of what Chris has done and something I'm thinking about as a, as a follow on project as well. All the people that you mention in your book, you could ask them to write an essay about their perspective of future of work or whatever it is. And that, you know, that's an easy thing for you. You just need to coordinate people to do that. And, you know, I'd be happy to reflect on, you know, what you spoke about and, and what's happened since and, and so on. So that's an idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. And um, I know so many people that are, you know, great thinkers in terms of future of work and, um, and where we're going. So thank you, Peter. Yes, I'll get right on that. <laughs> and I'm going to do the same thing where all the people I mention in Productive Accidents, I say, hey, how about you write, uh, you know, your perspective? Like, you know, we've, we've met and then we've kind of got this common sort of vocabulary now. What does Productive Accidents mean to you? Where have you seen them in your life, et cetera, et cetera? And again, that's an easy, easy extension. So, yeah, yeah. Some, so two, two new collaborations potentially in motion and we haven't even... It's only 15 minutes in, it's been pretty good. <laughs>